Hello, and welcome to Friday Night Insights, your favorite podcast by Sam and Mackenzie about Friday Night Lights. This is Season 1, Episode 19, and it's the episode. Hi, I'm Sam, and this is Mackenzie. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We are We are here. We are in the clear. She has been tested. And and by here, he means Austin, Texas, in the same room together. We are in the same room, hopefully. Not just on the podcast. We are here together on the podcast. Once again, I made her go into another room and um, record. We're FaceTiming from the We're... same house in separate rooms. What is this, the fourth episode we've done actually together in person? Have we done that many? We did one in your house. We've done one in my house. This is the third or the fourth? I think it's the third. Okay, so probably the third that we've done in the same room. Um, but this time I have the microphone pointed in the right direction, which is lovely. So hopefully um, y'all see the difference with that. And I'm very sorry about my total ineptitude through um, most of life. As it turns out, his microphone says what is the back on yeah, it. Yeah, shut the hell up. <laughs> and he did not acknowledge I, that. I did look at it, and I've always looked at it, and I've been like, oh, cool, yeah, that says back. And then I put it on, and then I've been like, well, it, I saw that it said back, and wasn't it pointed that way? And then I had a student the other week be like, you would not believe what I was doing wrong with my microphone. And it was the exact same microphone. And... um He's like, I, I've had the back pointed to me this whole time, so it should sound way better. And I was like, <laughs> it happens. And then I didn't notice mine for like another <laughs> two to four weeks after that. <laughs> and I, I've spent so much time and effort making this room not sound like terrible and um, trying to make everything work with and learning how to use my interface and all of this stuff. And it was just a stupid... And it turns out that I'm just all of your audio issues idiot. were just because of your microphone? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, so it's dope. Um, but I'm super excited because at least it forced me to learn how to do that stuff. Yeah, so hopefully the audio will be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, Mackenzie, what do you do? Um, I make cobblers. Yeah, but like I'm not, the I'm shoes not, or no? I'm not like a shoe cobbler. Oh man, I maybe I should consider making making shoe cobblers. Shoe cobblers. Have you? <laughs> you know, think would you use a box. Dutch oven for that? Maybe yeah, a probably. Cast iron? Yeah, probably a cast iron. Uh huh. To make a shoe cobbler. Yeah, what? you know, you don't want anything to end up sticking to the pan. So, like a well seasoned <laughs> cast iron is probably the way to go, right? Probably. Um, we watched um, that one show. The, the Cobbler? And they they cobbled with cobbler tools. The Adam Sandler's Cobbler? Oh, no, no, no. 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 Have you seen Cat that Rock one, Kitchen. though? No, I haven't. Okay. Everyone, if you want to see a terrible movie... Ooh, love terrible movies. Go look up The Cobbler starring Adam Sandler. Is um, that one of his Netflix ones? Oh, yeah, it, it is. It was like one of the five ones that he yeah. did on a contract. With yeah, him. yeah. Amazing. It's, it's one of the best, worst movies I've bad. ever seen. Yeah, none of them were good. The they they recently did one um, that Adam wasn't in, but his production company did called The Wrong Missy, and that one was actually oh really I watched good. that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah with I, um, Lauren Lapkus and David Spade. Mm-hmm. 
That one was excellent. But yeah, we were watching some Cutthroat Kitchen, which is another amazing show that we've watched how much of since you got here three I mean, days it, ago? It's been a decent amount. We watched the entire Evilicious tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so that was fun. The guy with the bun won. Yeah. Spoiler I, alert. I wished that <laughs> Chef Kagu. Caillou or Ka- something like that. It something was a, with a K, a K and, a and a U. Yeah, sound. He was awesome. He was He great. was so funny. Um, there was a ball pit. It was fun. Good time. Cutthroat Kitchen is like my favorite food show right now because it's funny. And you learn a little bit, but it's mostly just funny. Alton Brown knows things. So Alton Brown fun. is really like a gem. I, I, w- I admire Alton Brown a lot. He was the first person that like really got me into food science and just like thinking critically about things that seem simple and stuff because I watched a lot of Good Eats in junior high and it was actually really impactful for me. Amazing. Yeah, he's dope. Um, we've played a lot of games. So many games. What have your highlights been in terms of the game world? And um, uh, I really like rediscovering Sorry. So what was your... What did you think Sorry was going to be before we played it? I remember, like, I just don't remember it being so angry. Vitriolic. Yeah, I um, don't remember it being so vitriolic. Resentful. Um, I guess maybe the last, because the last time I played it was probably like 10 years ago at least. Yeah. Like, it's been a long time. And so maybe then I wasn't as angry of a person. <laughs> well, that is a total lie. I do think <laughs> that I hadn't played it ever until um, this month. When Whose sorry is it? It's is Michaela's. It Michaela's. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have sorry at my house and I just haven't played it because it's mm. always like, I mean, we play Catan. Oh, or... that's just such a silly kid game. It's not, though. It's sorry. not, though. You get angry. It's a really good game. Um, I like it. Probably more than Monopoly, because Monopoly and Risk, I feel like there's no coming back. And the luck element just doesn't let you come back. Yeah. With Catan, there's an element of secrecy, where with all these other games, it's just available. Like, everyone can see who's in the lead. And that, I think, gives us the illusion of it, which is why we kind of like it. With Sorry, it's It's like... It's just, like, complete and total comebacks. Oh, 100%. You... So she had three of her pawns in the home base, or in the um, final place, whatever. The good place, is it called? The good place, yeah. And, um, with Kristen Bell. One more that needed to get into the good place with Kristen Bell. And um, the rest of us had, like, nothing in. And you had that for over half an hour. It was a minute, yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, rage quit Monopoly. I tried my best to not actually rage quit. But, like, what's the freaking point? Honestly. I really like winning is the point. I know, but there's a point where you've won. What I mean, else is there? Yeah, but you don't when you a, have... do you get to really rub it in people's faces when you didn't actually win? Oh my win? gosh, yes. No. You actually won. But did I? Yes. That's the whole point. When I... Okay, I felt like we were pretty even for a minute, and then I just started hitting your hotels. I yeah, hit your hotel twice, and then as, I was bankrupt. As soon as I got those hotels, like, it was... It was basically over. I I I thought that I did a really good job early with that game because um, I was rough... not rolling well at all. I was getting no properties, yeah. but I still was the first to get any houses down and the first to do anything. But then it's just like, man, I don't like those luck games as much. I 
I like luck elements, but it needs to be mostly strategy yeah, based. And with that, I feel like, like there's no chance uh-huh. coming back. Well, and I, I do wish that Monopoly had some more like consistent, not like more things that aren't totally based in luck. Like I kind of wish that there were maintenance fees that you have to pay at a certain interval any time that you build on Maybe. your properties. Like yeah, that would be instead of it just being a community chess thing, because that's not, I mean, if you really want to make it about how life works, like, well, which well, obviously it's this not, I mean, I, like, from what I heard is it was someone who just saw how terrible capitalism was or how they perceived it to be, which, you know, I can agree all day, but, um, they just made a game to show how terrible yeah. it is and how the element of luck is just pervasive. And if you get yeah. that, then there's like no way to come back. And it worked because everyone hates that game. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure why I like that game a little bit now. Like I'm, I'm happy to play it every few weeks at this point, yeah. but for, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun, but like there, I do just think that that's one of the games you need to have a, Hey guys, we're not having fun anymore. Let's just end it mm. kind of rule. See, I don't think that about any games. <laughs> I, I think it needs to come to that with, with those games. With with these other ones, it's like I th- the, but I think, our main rules of game playing, yeah. which is play to win and play it through all the way, I think make a lot of sense. It's just, at that point, it becomes so much math and just, I just dumb counting. I think that it's hard because like, as soon, it could get to a point where as soon as one person isn't having fun... They try to pull that rule, and then yeah. that makes it less fun for other people who would have initially, like, sure, still been having a good time. Well, then how could we make that possible so where it's, like, absolutely obvious there's no coming back from anyone else? I don't else? know. I don't know. I might be on an island with it, but it's just not fun. It's not fun to see for, like, a full hour, no, that person's going to win. That person's yeah. going to win. I'm just here. Just giving them money and rolling and waiting for the 0.0%, chance of them landing on my one thing with a hotel so that I can then go to their yeah. other hotel and lose it back to them again. Yeah. Like it, Which, like, so in the game we were playing, there was a chance that, like, I could have ended up on your hotel. If you like, had hit mine before I over. hit yours, yeah. it would have done. But then I hit yours three times in yeah. a row. And that's the problem is that it was, like, three times in a row, which gave me a shit ton of money. And, like, what are you going to do from there? Yeah. This is now a Monopoly podcast. This is a Monopoly podcast. We have a Monopoly on um, your minds. And thank you for waiting. So this episode is 19. Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes. Ch-ch-ch-changes, changes. Yep, that's the one. Um, Julie makes it clear to her parents that she does not intend to move away from Dylan. Tim becomes involved with a single mom. Who could have seen that coming? It's like, nobody. Could what have seen was more obvious? You winning that game of Monopoly or Tim Riggins hooking up with Bo's mom? Tim Riggins hooking up with Bo's yeah, mom. Yeah, it's like the two most obvious things to ever happen in the world. But like Tim Riggins hooking up with Bo's mom takes... The cake? Yeah, it takes the cake. Speaking back. of cake, I would love some cake. I want cake, but the strawberry cake place closed at two. Ah! Is there another place we could get cake? Because I really like want Like, all cake. of the places around here, I'm not sure, because we know of that place, and we know of the pie place, which is quite good, but it is it also has interesting hours. Um, Ugh, we can look it up after this. Yeah, we'll have to find cake. So, um, getting to know Austin. We're loving it. Should we talk about some Friday Night Lights? Yeah, we should probably talk about some Friday Night Lights. Okay. 
Um, first scene, the Taylors are looking at houses. And Julie walks in and isn't thrilled. The Taylors... Because, well, okay, so they hadn't told her ha- up to this point that he got an offer and that, like, which... You gotta be more careful if you haven't told your daughter yet. Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah, they they were dumb. It um, happens, though. I'm dumb a lot. Do you... It was very interesting to see that they were not on smartphones looking at Zillow, but instead looking on in a newspaper. Newspapers? Yeah. Um, have any of you guys heard about newspapers? The death of newspapers, not exaggerated. They're gone. They gone. They gone. They still print them, which is weird. Yeah, like waste, that has to cost more wasteful. money than it's. They should worth. start printing it on aluminum. Yeah, probably. Just to like speed up the destruction of the world. We're doing our best. We have gone through a lot of cans this week. So can, many cans. Um, we're trying to really just, you know, propel um, the aluminum shortage. The aluminum we want there to be forward. no aluminum left. Yeah, this is really just so that we can start getting glass. Um, I think everything should switch over to glass. And if we can do our part to get rid of all the aluminum, it'll have we're, to move we're somewhere. We're gonna. We're Maybe we should get some more cans. Yeah, we just need to go out um, later. We do not have alcohol. We don't have any of that. So that's um, probably a thing we need. Yeah. I just keep staring at my lawn. I spent like an hour weeding my lawn earlier. Nice. I, that I was think before becoming, I was even away. Oh, yeah. I think I'm becoming a lawn guy. Proud of you. That's exciting. Will you grow tomatoes? Do tomatoes grow well here? I don't think they grow in your lawn, and I'm not a garden guy yet. I'm a lawn guy now. I need to become a lawn guy first. Maybe I'll become a garden guy next year. Yes, they do grow here. Fine. And I will make some raised bed gardens probably. But at that point, I'll have a dog. And so Mm -hmm. I'll have to like construct a cage for them and stuff. Because one time when I was living with with Jenny and Andrew, I made beds and I planted stuff and then their dog just destroyed it. Oh, that's sad. It was a bummer. That's real sad. Costco has raised garden beds. Yeah, it's also just like very easy to make. And this is also true. That's true. And you want to get into woodworking. I do want to get into woodworking. I'm getting into the point in my life, Mackenzie, where I feel like I have enough hobbies that I would like to do. And now it's just how much time am I willing to do them? Yeah. Like, I want to learn how to code. I want to learn how to code Python, and that's going to take a long time. I also want to learn how to code, but I want someone to teach me how to code. How about we learn together by... Skillshare. This podcast is not sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare, pay me. Skillshare, pay me. What is Skillshare? Um, I don't know. You share skills? You scare shills. Scare shills. <laughs> you scare shills. Um, it's pretty good. They have a lot of courses and stuff. Um, I just need to convince one of the people that I work with to teach me how to code. You, that would probably be code. a path of least resistance. Um, I, I just want to make a Discord bot. okay and then like after i learn how to do that i have some like bigger ideas of things i'd like to do but at that point it's like probably a massive app that i could not do on my own but i I still want to do reason for wanting to code other than just it would be a skill to add well for you like having that skill would be cool if you could do it then maybe we could make an app together yeah let's make an app. that would be fun we could make a friday night insights app oh my gosh what would we even put on it? Just games. <laughs> <laughs> you, but like they're only text games where it's like you can like, we'll we'll code a fake 
uh, fake Tyra Collette that you can text. Amazing. Something. Love that it. That would be fun. Perfect. That would be fun. Maybe With we can your get Blackberry. Some... Yeah, 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 yeah. With your Blackberry. Amazing. Um, put in a, a newspaper ad. Just make it like a stupid RPG that would get taken down immediately. <laughs> for copyright this stuff. This is a great idea. Please um, tweet us if you think we should do this. Welcome to Shark Time. <laughs> oh, wait. We just finished Shark Time. We... I forgot to do uh, brackets. Goodbye That's the thing that I have time. not learned yet in coding is to bracket things. <laughs> and I just like how I just put both brackets at the end of that Shark Time segment. It's fine. Wow, I'm so good at that. I want to learn how to do that. Like, I'm liking running. I'm getting more into listening to these audiobooks because that's fun. I want to, I'm a lawn guy now. You're a lawn guy. I'm trying to like practice singing more. I'm trying to like make videos. I have all these things, but it's like, Look where's the time, yo? I have no things. Yeah. I I bake. That's I, you thing. do bake and that's, you're good at that. I also do have the time. I just am like lazy. That happens. But. I want to hike more. Yeah. Hiking yeah. would be fun too. I just took, like things I to be outside. I took Chili on a hike. That was yeah. fun. Did she like it? She liked it until there were other dogs, and then she didn't like that. What did she dislike? The dogs. Oh. She really hates any living thing that is not her and is not human. Like hate to the point of must destroy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like she wants to destroy them. Real bad. Are y'all working on some some training tips to get her to like calm the F down? Um, I don't know what he's doing. I told him to give her CBD. Because <laughs> she works. needs to calm the F down. So Jill, Julie walked in and wasn't thrilled about it. Um, and then at, we cut scenes. And at rugby practice, Street is like rugbying. Yeah, he's rugbying real good, I think. It looks like it. He's he's like having fun and being Susie's athletic. Susie's in the stands. Why are they paying her to watch them practice? Are they? I don't know. Is she just there as a supporter? I don't know. I mean, she's probably being paid. She might be being paid. She might just be there as a supporter. No one knows. Yeah, she's a groupie. Um, Then they have Street go say thank you to the coaches. And then the coaches are like, you're not going to Beijing. And he's like, uh. They say come see me in four years. Four more years. So maybe in four years he'll make it to Beijing. Maybe it'll be in a different place, though. Maybe. So maybe it won't be Beijing. Um, where was the next one after Beijing? Man, Olympics really fell off. <laughs> Brazil? Was it? It was. It was it? No, I don't know. It might have been. Um, yeah, no one knows. Um, so then he goes to a party. Yeah. And Susie's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he frowns. And then Herc's like, get over it. And... He frowns more. He frowns even more. Here's the thing. I feel like Street was going to be mad regardless of what people did. Yeah. Like, if if Herc had been sympathetic, I feel like he would have been a little sassy. Yeah. When he wasn't sympathetic, he was still a little sassy. Uh, he's kind of a 17-year-old still. Yeah, no, he's definitely a 17-year-old, and it's not a fun time for anyone. My favorite part of that is when he was like, I really needed this. <laughs> I'm like... Okay, so you really just need to be an Olympic athlete. Here's the thing. 
He didn't need to go to the Olympics. He didn't That's not need he to needed. go to the Olympics. He needed to find something to put his time and energy into, and he found that. Yeah, and it worked. And, and it he worked felt and like a human again, him. and now and he can refocus. That doesn't need to be dependent on going to the Olympics. But I guess that when you're like that high level of a performer, you have to have those high, high, high expectations of yourself. And they kind of do live in the stars, but in order to actually have a sustained career... You need to be able to um, refocus when people say no, because life yeah, is like knows. You can't just let that throw everything off course. Yeah. And then Herc was like, it's a championship, not therapy. <laughs> I like Herc. Herc is good. He, he doesn't care about feelings. Maybe too much. What do you think Herc cares but... about? facts i think i don't know no i don't know not really he cares about he i don't know trucks he likes trucks girls maybe rugby rugby i don't know he's making jason making us happy he needs to be better do you think that he um likes being jason's therapist no probably not but he does it because he has to um, then it, it's the same place, but Street talks to Susie some more, and she says she can give him a ride to Dylan. Okay, I call, I, well, I can't say that I called it, because no spoilers. Never mind. What did you call? Um, <laughs> I asked the question of whether him and Susie were gonna get together. It really felt inevitable. It does. I mean, they're, they're, uh... There's a lot of sexual tension there. That's the word. Um... Timmy. <laughs> I also made some jokes in my comments there. Yeah. Um, because she said she'd be happy to give him a ride. And I said, oh, I'm sure you'd be happy to give him a ride. Because I'm funny. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's how this game works, Sam. I can say that I am. Okay, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Timmy is woken up by pounding on a door. And his mama girlfriend told him to stop cleaning her rain gutters. And then asks him to pick up the child. Here's the thing. You can't be all mad at him for cleaning the rain gutters and be like, oh, wait, but I need you to pick up my son after school. Uh Uh-huh. Like. Well, you can be, but it's very transparent. It's stupid. Yeah. You're dumb. Yeah. I'm mad at her. Do you like her? Um, no, I don't. Do you like her for Timmy? Like, here's the thing. Age aside. (laughs) Yeah, no, we can't put age aside. It's not a thing we can do. I know, but there, Timmy just deserves love and a mother. <laughs> okay, but like, he's not looking for a mommy. He's looking for a mother. Oh my gosh! And there's, like, no, I'm I know. just really it's, mad it's about really the age. Bad. It's really bad. I don't know bad. how old she is, it's but really regardless, bad. he is seventeen. It's really bad. And. It's She's really not. bad. It's a train wreck. It's like, I can't remember what happens with this and what kind of repercussions there are, but they're just, in popular culture, the way that this is being pro- portrayed is not like a creepy thing. And, and it should it be should portrayed have, as a creepy it thing. It should have that creepy vibe involved, for and, sure. Yeah, it's, it's angering. Yeah, I get that. Because... Like, here's... How old is Bo? Probably, like, eight or nine. So, like, you know, say she... I mean, we're going best case scenario. Say she had a child at, like, 16. 
that puts her at like 24. I Still like not how okay. this is the best case scenario. That's best case yeah. scenario. Yeah. Like worst she's, case scenario. She's she, like my age. It, it's yeah. not okay. It's not okay. And so like best case scenario, she's 24. I'm 24. There's no way in hell I would ever date a 17 year old. Best case scenario, it's grooming. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not a good scenario. No. This is gross. No, I'm it's bad. not. When, when does he turn 18? He needs to turn 18 quick so that this show can just, like, stop having us think about that. No, even once he's 18, I will think about it. And I, I know, about but, it. like, still, at least, like, at least there would be some It'll sort of be, legal. I mean, what's the age of consent in Texas? Maybe it is legal. Let's look it up. <sighs> not that that makes it good, but, like. 17. No. All right, so it's legal. Like. Legal, but it's gross. Versus ethical, yeah. Oh man, well, um, Timmy, I hope you make better decisions in your future. And also the mom. Oh I yeah, it's mostly on decisions. the mom, not on Timmy. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't care how hot of a seventeen you old year old you are. You, it's not your. Job. Well, I just don't understand why any like adult woman would want to be in a relationship with. She cleaned. She got her rain gutters cleaned. You could well. So like, I can understand the perks of being in a By... sexual relationship <laughs> if they're doing stuff like that. But like in a relationship, he's okay. So from what they've shown so far, he is acting like a grown man in their relationship. Sure, he. I mean, yes. He's in terms of responsibility and responsible and like yes. Yeah. But he's still a little boy. She still even boy. says it in this episode. I know. I know. I know. Let's which is the frustrating Let's keep going. Part. We'll Whatever. we'll get to it again. Yeah. Tammy tells Tyra her new schedule because um Tyra is the project. And I hate that so much. <laughs> Why? I hate that Tammy when Tyra asked if she was her new project, Tammy was just like, yeah. Absolutely. Don't I don't know. It Why do you hate that? Makes me uncomfortable that she's just calling it a project. But I think it that Tyra's on board now. Like no, Tyra's absolutely. very motivated now, even though she's not thrilled about this new schedule. It's like, wait, this is what I have to do. Okay. All right, fine. Oh, Tyra's mom is making me. Yeah, she's really angry. frustrating right now. But Tyra, this is a really good Tyra episode. It is. It's it's a good Tyra. Um, this is a bad Smash episode. It's not great for Smash. Smash only has two scenes. Not great for Smash. Smash is talking to Waverly. Um, I wrote the wrong name down, About but I corrected myself. her mental health. Yeah. Um, and he's clearly overwhelmed. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, like, understandable. And she really went out on a ledge of faith with him to tell him honestly about that because as soon as you put a name on it the stigma arises yeah um which really sucks but she was talking to him about that and um that was that and yeah that was that that was that he he did seem okay in that moment and then and he then says some... down the line, yeah, I think that down the line, like those things, it's like that locker room talk that you probably shouldn't do, but like you're trying to be one of the boys and like yeah. I'm I'm so much cooler than this. And I think that he probably does think a little bit um, 
better about it. But yeah, I don't think that what he said later reflects like how he truly feels about things. But it still, but still was a chance for him to stand up for yeah. this woman that he loves. Yeah. Still not good. I guess I shouldn't call her a woman. Like, this girl, whatever. She's 17. Whatever. They're all kids. These are all kids. They're all children. Why do I love teen dramas so much? I don't know. Have you ever watched that one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, The one with Kristen Bell. The Good Place. No, the other one. The teen drama with Kristen Bell. Gossip Girl. No, the other one. (laughs) (laughs) The detective-y one, I think? Um... Veronica, Veronica Mars. Mars. No, I haven't. I'll... I've heard that it's a great... I haven't watched it either. I've heard it's a oh, great man. teen drama. On my list. On Hulu. Love that. Amazing. It was canceled after like three seasons, and then people bullied, and then they got a fourth season. That's awesome. There's also a movie, I think. Um, I mean, it's right up my alley. 100% right up my alley. Yeah, I mean, teen drama, Kristen Bell. Love it. What else can you ask for? So, um, then we get Buddy at a hotel, talking to Lila, um, listening to Dr. Phil's (laughs) advice. About making a scrapbook. About making a scrapbook (laughs) to win his wife back after cheating on her. Pammy! Here's a scrapbook. Pammy, love me. Look, we have kids. Sam, would you get back with someone after they cheated on you if they made you a scrapbook? No. Okay. So maybe Dr. Phil was wrong? Yeah. Well, all right. Um, Dr. Phil, if you're listening to this. You're a bad doctor. You were wrong. (laughs) Please come on our show. Oh, man. I'm not sure if I'd love Dr. Phil on this show. I would probably be, like, just clout chasing so much, but also wanting to be like, I think you're harmful. (laughs) I No, I agree. It would be absolutely to tear him down. (laughs) We could, like, pull up shitty things that he said and call him out for it. So do you feel like it's been responsible of you to turn your show into Maury? And what do you think you could have done differently to um, actually help people and not completely make the mental health professions look ridiculous? I think it'd be a great time. That would be bad. It would be bad. I don't think that he would agree to come on. Yeah, I feel like that's less likely. Especially because we're currently saying what we would want to do. Yeah, but he wouldn't back listen. (laughs) As soon as he's... If someone wants to, like, find Dr. Phil and get him on this, just tell him not to listen to episode 19. You can listen to everything but (laughs) episode 19. Just skip it. It sucks. Yeah, bad episode I know the audio quality way better, but bad, bad episode. <laughs> they they had to step up the audio quality to make, to up, make up for, for the how content terrible the content quality. is. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. Um, Lila says she doesn't want to take sides, which is fair. But she does. Her side is not between either of them. Her side is, I want my parents to be friends. And to not ruin my life. Which is a fair side to be on. It's a fair side. On. It's the normal child side. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Bo, oh, Tim is on his way to pick up. 
The child. I like that you call him the child. <laughs> Baby Yoda over here. Um, he's on his way to pick up the, the child. The bow. Sees he's being bullied. He's being beat up by like... Ten-year-olds. Four ten-year-olds. And he's like eight. This is rude. And then, Maybe he's not even eight. No one knows. He's pretty small. Yeah, he's very small. And then... Tim threatens all of the 10-year-olds and said that he'd rip their hearts out of their chests. He said that, and I was like, Tim, (laughs) these are still 10-year-olds. Please keep that in mind. And he's not keeping it in mind. He's not keeping it in mind at all. Um, It's fine. He's just going to threaten little children. Also, he apologized for being late, but Bo was like, no, that was awesome. What do you think he should have done? Not... Not be the cool dude who would threaten to pull someone's throat out. <laughs> What's mean... he supposed to do? Not be himself? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If being yourself is threatening to rip the heart out of a 10-year-old. They deserve it. I don't think a 10-year-old deserves heart ripping out. They deserve the imagery to stop bullying this other little kid. <laughs> I feel like maybe... a. 17-year-old stepping up was enough to scare them away. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. 17-year-olds are scary to 10 I would tell a 22-year-old, I will rip your heart out of your throat. Okay, but And the age difference is the same. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that matters. This is the age difference? We can tell... 10-year-olds can tell 3-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. 10-year-olds can tell 3-year-olds <laughs> Yeah, I think if they're I, if the three year old's being a bully to like maybe a one year old, <laughs> stop bullying them. I will rip your heart out. I don't like this rule. Welcome to parenting one oh one. Sam, you're not a parent. Yeah, but I'm the teacher of parents of, according to this now. If any of you are parents, that's the rules. Them's the rules. Alright. And then we got my favorite line. I can't believe Tim Rickens is picking me up from school. Oh my gosh. I love Bo so much. Bo was really fun. He's great. He's a ray of light. How long is he around for? I don't remember. This episode's and the ones that he's on in the future. Okay, good. Um, I mean, he's he's totally tied to uh, his mother. Yeah, as soon as his mother's out of the That is a time bomb. Then he's going to be gone. So that's Unless Tim adopts. What if he just steals full custody from from the mom? Plot twist. I really don't remember anything after season one. I've Amazing. seen this all the way through a few times probably, but like it got hazy. Amazing. Um. So then we have Coach trying to convince Julie that Austin won't be a terrible time for he her. He calls it Artie, which it yeah, is. It's Artie, and she's Artie. And it has dancing all over. And balleters. Yeah, excellent ballet, top-notch balleters. Um, so maybe it will be a good time for her. I think that she would legitimately like it, but when you're 16, you don't want to yeah, I mean, be changed. Yeah, that's you the don't thing. Want and it also sounds like she's maybe moved a lot, yeah. which, like, is not ideal for the children. Yeah, what is ideal for the children? Not having them. Welcome to our podcast <laughs> on parenting. Don't have kids, but if you do, you can pull their hearts out, at least with a threat. If you're seven years older than If you're seven years older than your children, feel free. (laughs) So, basically, you're in the clear. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Wait, so is it... 
anyone who is seven plus years younger than you? No, just seven years it's younger just than you. So if you have a child at seven, then you, you could can for the rest of their for life. For the rest of their life. But if you have a child and then seven years later have another child, you can teach that older child how to react to so the So just make child. sure you time your children Yeah, well. it's all about the timing. Well, that's good to know. Wow, parenthood. Sounds <laughs> exhausting. That's for sure. What's more exhausting, being a parent or being a yard guy? I mean, b- being a lawn guy, it's pretty tough. However, you could, like, make your kids do it, right? Yeah, so maybe being a parent is a perk? It's a perk, yeah. Child labor is fun. Uh, interesting. It's a good idea. It might yeah, be cheaper that. to just, like, pay someone to do my lawn. Mm, how much are children? Ah, they can't be that much. Yeah, they can't be that expensive. It'll be fine. Um. Yeah, Julie's not really having it. She's made up her mind. Yeah, she's not going to Austin. She's going to stay in Dillon. Forever. For the rest of her life. And I don't know where she's going to live, but she's staying there. She's going to live alone, she said. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> and then we see Matt Landry and Julie at Tasty Freeze. Tasty Freeze. Sounds good. What do they talk about? Um, They talk about Matt being QB1. Matt is having some anxieties. Self-esteem issues. About being QB1. And then Landry's like, nah, you're good. You're going to be QB1 as long as Coach Taylor's around. And Julie's like, oh. That's like exactly what she did. Um, That's what happened there. It was a very much a passing scene. Um, then we get to Susie and Jason driving. They're in her truck. He's still engaged somehow. He's still engaged. We weren't sure the status of the Lila and Jason thing until this It's probably more our fault than the show's. Oh, absolutely. It's more our fault. But Um, but he is engaged somehow still. And he's engaged. And she questions, she's like badgering him about why he even wants to be in Dylan. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they, she says that she's going to take him to Stonehenge, too. Stonehenge, do. Which is like two hours from here. It is two hours north. Yeah. I, I would like to go there sometime. Stonehenge is a magical place. I've never been. I suggest it. So I'm, well, I'm going to go to Stonehenge, too. I is bet they're pretty enough? similar. <laughs> so that'll be fine. Uh, I, I never really got Stonehenge, and then... Um, this last fall I went to Stonehenge and now I get Stonehenge and it's freaking awesome. What is cool about it? Um, the magic. I like watching documentaries about how they think it was made. Yeah, it's just like the willpower of humans over time and is also incredible. Easter Island. Yeah, that one I'm not sure about. That one's got to be just magic. There are documentaries about it. They've tried to figure it out. It's, I mean... Even if they're right, it's still pretty magical that like people so long ago were well, able to figure out. I feel these like that's out. what magic is to me. It's like I I've had to do a lot of rethinking definitions of words in order to make me not mad at a lot of the world because a lot of people believe in magic and a lot of people are way more religious than I am and so I've had to start taking those concepts and applying them to how I can feel about things. Yeah. And it's like the willpower of humans 
to get that stuff done, that's magic. That's like, that's magical. straight up magic. It's pretty wild that people, like, we're so lucky to be born in the time that we were born in and not yeah. have to, like, have that sort of willpower, but it's turned me into a lazy bastard. <laughs> I guarantee I wouldn't have been this lazy 500 years ago because oh, I would have been I would have died yeah, if you, I were this lazy. Yeah, you would have been dead. So to be know, fair, most of us, most of us would be dead if we stayed as lazy as we are now. We got a lot of notes for this one. At least I did. Oh, man, you did, too. 800. That's about my average. Really? Yeah, I talk a lot, though. I type a lot. I, I mean, I type a you. little. I talk a lot more. Um... Talk a lot, talk a little. Then we get to Tammy talking to Tyra's mom, trying to, like, hype her up about this whole college thing with Tyra. Tyra's mom looks like her parenting skills are being attacked in this scene. And it feels very much like white savior complex coming in to help Tyra's mom of, like, look, we're doing well. I want to raise your daughter. And it's like, of course you'd feel a little threatened. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's hard because like obviously she, she Tammy needs is help, and from I do think place. that like Angela recognizes that. Yeah, Angela is the mother's name. We will never refer to her as Angela again. Never. Um, it's Tyra's mom. Tyra's mom. Like I, I do think that she really recognizes some of that, and we find out later, you know, that she's just really scared about money. Yeah. In terms of all of that, which makes sense, but that. She needs this kick in the butt of like, hey, your daughter's not going to graduate. Look at how yeah. your other daughter um, is living her life. Do you want this from Tyra? Yeah. And it, yeah, it was just, it was a kind of a rough scene to watch. Yeah. Because it made me just sad. Yeah. Like, because her, I mean, her bar for her daughter is like, well, she's not a criminal. Yeah. So like, that's good. And it just sucks that, like, money is such a factor. and 100%. That, like... But also, like, there are so many scholarships and there are so many, like, ways to get to college if that's a thing that you want to do. I also won't say that it's a thing that is for everyone and, like, for sure. everyone has for to sure. do. But, like, there but are I think ways it's a to fair, make it happen. It's it, a fair baseline for people to go for. Yeah. And that baseline should be supported more yeah. um, to have it not be... So much a luck of the draw if you're going to be able to go or not. Yeah. Same thing. Like, I I never really realized how hard it was for so many people to get driver's licenses. And that driver's licenses, like, I mean, there's, it's very hard if you're um, in poverty to get a driver's license. Yeah. And it never really crossed my mind, which I know is, like, so immature. But, like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's... But that is necessary for so many different jobs and for so many of these things it's like all of these things just hold people down it's really hard to get up even if you work really freaking hard um anything else on that uh no tyra's mom comes home and then tyra's there studying and mom is like trying to talk to her and interrupt and tyra's actually studying and that's where i'm like yes tyra yeah you are that shit and yeah, and it, it it does it sucks to see her mom like almost do everything that she can to try and get her to not. Yeah, yeah. She, I understand like the concerns about money. Totally get that. But like, 
don't try and get your daughter to... Do you think... I, I, I hadn't thought of this before, but it could be that she's scared that she'll leave and that she'll be alone. I'm sure that that's part of it. Like, yeah. it has to be. But... Yeah. yeah, I mean... I still think far too often, like... I don't know. I think it's too... I think that's selfish. And I think that too often, like, parents do use their kid Having kids... Yeah. As... For, like, selfish reasons and... You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Buddy comes on the TV with a commercial, and he says that Buddy Garrity is honesty, loyalty, and trust. I'm your buddy. He talks about his heart, and she's like, your heart is stone. Um, And then... He sucks. He really sucks. He is the naughty of the week. Continues to be. Naughty of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot that was a thing. N O T T I E, not N A U G H T. Yep, hottie or naughty. Oh, he he, cause he just ain't it. He ain't it. Um, Tyra's mom. You're supposed to be Texan. I am Texan. Okay. <laughs> so then I thought then we get to. Well, she wants to ditch homework to get nails oh, done I didn't... and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. It was dumb. But then we go to Stonehenge too. Fake Stonehenge. They're talking. She's so easy to talk to and they're just like he vibing. Keeps looking at her lips. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And you know what that means, kiddos. What does it mean? It means a kiss. He's hungry. And a mm-hmm. vampire. Oh no. He was looking at her neck. <laughs> Total misinterpretation. My bad. He was eyeing her neck. Yeah, they kiss. And she doesn't pull back. He doesn't pull back. They just kiss. They kissed. He's engaged. She's not. They kissed. They kissed. Scandalous. At the Taylors, the parents are dancing. Um, they're oh, getting... it, was, it was cute. It was cute. I liked it. And then Tammy wants... Um, Julie to go to the father-daughter dance and says, you're going to look really happy and I'm going to cherish it for the rest of my life. So stop being a pain in the ass and make me happy for once. <laughs> I love Tammy Taylor. I love her so much. Nomination just for that. Like, I love Tammy Taylor. Yeah, it's it's good. Can we nominate um, uh, Tim Riggins for stopping the bullies? Yeah, for stopping the bullies. He's not going to win this week, though. Who's going to win? I really have no idea who's going to win. I have an idea, but... All right. Um, I feel like Tim can't win, even though he's having a good episode, because... He's not at fault, though, for this. I know, but, like, still. He's He's a grown woman. Fair point. I don't know. Tim might win. Tim won't win, though. Um... Then Timmy talks to his mom-girlfriend again. Tyra shows up for tutoring first. Which is important. Okay. To talk about it. that. She shows up. I just feel the need to bring it up. Okay. So good for... I'm, I'm just proud of her. She is showing up. She's putting in a lot of effort. Um, Nomination for Tyra. Yeah. Nom for Tyra. Nom for, for Tyra. Okay. Then we get Tim training Bo to fight off the bullies. Yeah. And then mom drives up and... I think that everyone as a child should be involved in some sort of self-defense class. Yeah. I think it'd be great. I think it's great. And I think that while kids shouldn't fight each other, 
there's still just punch him in the throat. Like if faces. they 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 you need to learn how to defend yourself as a kid. Yeah, for sure. But whether it's from against other kids that are like really harassing you or, or adults, adults who yeah. are threats. You gotta like, learn how to um, do as uh, Bobby Bobby Hill says. That's my purse. I don't know you. Go Google that and watch the scene. It's worthwhile. I haven't seen it. Oh, we'll watch it later. It's my favorite episode of King of the Hill. It's so good. Should I start watching King of the Hill? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so good. I haven't watched it since I was like a child and it was just like on. Yeah. Yeah. I I heard your brother just like really ruined it for Michaela as a kid, but now we've been watching it. Michaela remembers a lot more about (laughs) childhood than I do. she, She brought up a good point. Um, which was interesting, where she thinks that he might have developed what he thought a man was by watching King of the Hill. Hmm. And if you watch it through that lens, it's very interesting to see, oh, wow, but it's not satirical with some things. Yeah. Um, King of the Hill, I think, is so endearing. And um, it's not like making fun of Texas people. It's just like an amazing show. It's so good. It's so, so good. Um, He's been part of the debate on Twitter too lately. Oh, H- Hank Hill? Yeah, whether Hank would vote for Trump. Oh, Twitter. We'll talk about it later. We're going to get into the Twitter. We'll, with, we'll get into Twitter, Twitter time. time. Um, we have a segment for it. I'm sorry for talking out of, out of yeah, the segment. Yeah, shut up. I told you to shut up. Now I should talk, probably. Um, so then we get... Oh, so mom ain't thrilled about the self-defense classes, um, which is annoying. I was, like, annoyed about it because your kid should know how to defend himself. Calm down. She just... I think that she, at this point, is like, I'm gonna bang this kid, and I don't want to. Get him away from my kids so that I can have... So that I can bang him? So that I can not bang him. <laughs> because if he but gets close she... with her kid, then he's going to be around and then yeah. she's going to be likely to bang him. I don't feel like she got to that point until after they watched Back to the Future. You can tell there's like some tension before everything though. Yeah. And I think that it was, even if it wasn't like a really strong forefront, I think it was also... I'm an independent person. I don't need your help. And I think that that's where a lot of it comes from. Yeah. But, like, also she's... There was also some hesitation on, like, him being taught to fight. Yeah. Just in general. But then he convinces her. I understand pacifism because I am one. But you have to know where to punch people and how to not break your your yeah. uh, thumb. Well, and also, you like, have to do it. I mean, Tim brought up a good point. As a fourth grader, you can't really be a pacifist when yeah. you're being bullied. When you're being Is, literally attacked. Like... You can't, yeah, pacifism is all well and good. But, but it's like, don't initiate. It's, it's stupid to not do anything if yeah, you're being attacked. you don't want to just get attacked. I mean, I I also like the Bobby Hill model of just be funny um, and make I fun of them. That. And then they'll usually leave you alone. And you find a lot of funny people do it out of necessity. But, like, just protect yourself. Like, if, I, I know that our audience is 95% women. Please go take a self-defense class. If you've never done that, learn how to knee someone correctly and get away from things. It is going to serve you. Um, 
What's next? Tyra's at the Taylors. Um, Tim watch back, watches Back to the Future with, or That's no, not, he's yeah. invited to watch Back watch Back to the Future yeah. with them, and Bo is stoked about it. Um, but then the Taylors coach is bragging about his chili. It's award. You like your sp- you like your spicy chili. You like you your like chili? your chili spicy lady. <laughs> Do you like a spicy lady and then... Do you like your spicy lady chili? Do you like your spicy lady chili? Um, and Is then... chili a spicy lady? Oh, she's so spicy? Yeah. Does she like her spicy lady chili? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Tyra's there. I can't remember why they were there. I think just it was for the tutoring that she showed up for earlier. Yes, thank you. Um. And then mom shows up to pick her up. I don't yeah. know if this was a scheduled picking up. I don't think it was, but... That they're like stay for dinner, and she's like, "No, I no, cooked. I like a I normal make three meals a day for my children. We like have to go." Person. And Tyra's like, "Mom," uh, and then they go, and then um, Tyra's mom thinks it's not worth her time to try to prepare for college because they can't afford college. Yeah, and she just lays it out at that point, which is good that she's finally being open about this because she's been just such a weirdo. Yeah, don't just be a weirdo, but also like. Even if you can't afford, like, a four-year university, like, you can probably... It's... There's so many scholarships out there for, like, community colleges, and, like, it, it is attainable. Honestly, my community college experience was one of the most positive experiences in my life. I think that community college is way underrated, and it gets a lot of shit mm-hmm. for not great reasons. And, I had like, smaller it is classes. great idea. Oh, yeah, like... Classes are so much smaller. I was, when I was in the choir, I was able to be choir president. When I first started at a big university, I was in a choir of 130. And like the presidents were like in their master's program or something. There's just not the availability for that. And it, I, it gave me the confidence to be able to succeed at a bigger university and, or a bigger college. Well, and and also like. There's classes are smaller when you're in community, like the first two years of your at like, a four-year university education are all going to be, like, basic classes anyways. Mm -hmm. Go do them at a community college where you're getting them for a fraction of the price. I I don't have very many teenage students, but I have one who's, like, entering her senior year of high school right mm -hmm. now, and she's deciding what to do for college because she's had just great grades her whole life, and she's... Mm -hmm. I kind of relate to her in some ways, not in terms of the grades at all, but, like, only child single mother mm-hmm. um just like the expectations i can see it i can feel it and she i think has written out ivies at this point which is probably good because she wants to go into like music or who knows what yeah and if you don't have a strong idea of wanting to go into it, consulting it or finance don't go to an ivy makes no sense out. to go to an ivy league but she's trying to decide what to do and i'm like well, have you considered community college? Well, I don't even know anything about it. People aren't even being taught yeah. about this Which as an is option. Which is absurd. Um, I luckily did know about the options. I chose not to do it. I think, well, and I think a hard part is like at that age, so many kids just like want to get out of the house. Which too. is fair. And Which I think like, there's so much you can grow from, from having a first year of dorm yeah. life. Um, and so like for me... There, there's always been a part of me that was like, oh, I wish I would have done that. We could have saved so much money. But then also, like, at that point, I was just so, I really wanted, like, some independence. Also, look at your social life now. It's 90% people from that first oh, year. Oh, yeah. Like, I, it, yeah. 
it would it's it's just massive the the things that it can do for you as a person yeah and so if it's available like i will recommend that for everyone but for people who just don't really know what they want to do and like don't want to waste money go to a community college well and i also like throughout yes i was enrolled at a university but i also took a lot of classes at the community college like oh yeah i took at least four or five at the community college in new mexico Um, just because they were cheaper, like all of my summer classes were taken at the community That's awesome. college because summer classes at UNM are absurdly expensive. You don't get financial aid for summer classes, and so I took them at the community college because as I, once I became a resident, it was like sixty dollars a credit hour. Oh my god! Yeah, it was dirt cheap compared that's to like, like the six hundred dollars a credit hour. Yeah, that's awesome at UNM, and so like. I, it just made a lot more sense. I, I'm going to be really interested to see how universities change everything over the next few years, um, both with this coming up semester forcing change and people realizing there can be a lot more um, virtual learning and all of that. While I do know and admit that being in person, there's not a real substitute for it, but we're going to be forced into some yeah, of these things, it's, and it's going to be interesting to see if they adapt the whole structure of the university, which is not collaborative. It's very hard to break through in a lot of ways. I, I'm just really curious to see what happens. I, I'm nervous because there's already so little, like, teacher prep mm-hmm. for university professors. Like, most university prof- professors, at least at, like, research-based universities are hired for their research skills. They're hired for their ability to publish, not for their ability to teach. And there's almost nothing that goes into preparing those people to teach. And teaching online is, that's even a whole different ballpark that like teachers aren't being prepared for. And so people need to be taught how to teach online. Because it's a totally different thing. Like, I, I have very little efficacy in online learning because I know how few teachers have been taught yeah. to teach online. Yeah. And I also know that there is a larger percentage of the responsibility that falls on the student in that situation than like yeah. if you're in person, a teacher has a bit more control and... But it's, I think that it's an essential rebirth of the institution. Oh, like I, I absolutely think that these things need to be happening and hopefully this will be the push that we need to get people to start. Because you're right, at, it's like, not working there's, very there's well. There's no reason that, like, in a four-year program to become a teacher, I never had a class on how to teach online. Yep. I had a class on how to use technology in the classroom, yep. but that's not the same thing. Yep. And from, like, a total different approach with it, um, with me teaching voice lessons, I never had a lesson on how to teach online either. Yeah. I, I learned it because I sought that out yeah. and started taking lessons online with yeah. people to learn how they did it best. And it's like now that Vanessa is starting her master's, I'm pretty sure that her vocal pedagogy class is going to be how to teach online because it's all online. Good. And so like that, I think, is an essential thing yeah. because then she can go make money yeah. teaching online. You can't. It just opens up so many yeah. doors. Um, and I, I do think it is a little different with, like, skill-based learning. Sure, sure, sure. But, like, um, it's it's the same. I I think it's parallel. Yeah. I mean, regardless, we still need more education on how to do that. For sure. For sure. Um, and it, I mean, it's, it's fucking 2020. Like, yeah. The fact that there hasn't been 
this amount of prep, like any amount of preparation really is absurd. Yeah. Um, Did you know that Vine is starting to pay people to put things up, educational things? Vine doesn't exist anymore. Not Vine, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So like apparently, I I was talking to um, my friend, a teacher about it, and he said that they like approached him and I I never got approached for it. Wild. I don't know, but like it's it's pretty insane because they want to just like have 15 second things of it. Which... Just according to the way the brain works, it's like, hard. I don't know if that's anything that would stick because, like, so much of actually learning is, like, how you're storing information. Yeah. And if you're learning it in a 15-second video, like, I think that the chances of you storing it properly... It's low. Are but low. I, I'm trying to think of ways that I can utilize the platform in good ways. Yeah. And I'm not ready to, like, start doing things yet. But some things... Because I think it's a cool platform. Yeah. Like, I really do like a lot of it. And it's that's a total change now that I'm starting to understand it. But I think that in terms of what I do, like, how can you teach by being funny in a way yeah. that will make people watch it and sing along with it or do things along with it yeah. to start understanding these skills? How can you... With the looping thing, is there a good way to, like turn that into a vocalese this is going to loop for a while just sing along with this for a few minutes until you yeah. feel good i'm not sure yet yeah. like the best ways to do it but i i do but see it, that it potential presents some more possibilities for yeah. sure for sure um, which is great like any any more venues that we can add to like an educational experience is good yeah um and so it's just utilizing it in ways that are intentional but i see these important. i see this next generation like it it feels crazy that even just within seven years eight years there's been such a big shift but this next generation they're totally different from how i was brought up because they never knew life without the internet yeah oh yeah it's totally different yeah whereas like at least both of us like in our younger childhood childhoods didn't have it like yeah i mean I vaguely remember having, like, dial-up internet, but, like, that wasn't used a lot because it was yeah. slow and, like... And it tied up the phone line. And it tied up, yeah. And There's... That's the cutoff for me for, like, millennial versus Z is, do you remember life before it? Yeah. And... And it's... It is weird that, like, they're... They've never known a life without it. Yeah. That's... But talking to some of these kids, they are so smart. And they just know how to do it. Like, yeah. they know how to research intuitively. And it's, we need to educate them around that base skill set. Yeah, well, and so the part of that that, like, it's great, but the part of that that concerns me is how little, like, media literacy it exactly. ha- is happening. Exactly. Because, like, yes, they know how to research, but they're not being taught that, like, not every, like, and yes, they, they're being told that not everything they read is true. But they don't know but how to figure it out. how to figure out what is true and what is not exactly how to get good information from the internet like they know how to get information but you could if you took even just that thing you could structure an entire curriculum around that yeah so that it and it goes right in with all the stuff you've been talking about about just teaching people how their brains work so they can learn here's how your brains work here's how you can learn here's how you research Mm -hmm. you know this internet thing that you're on all the time how do we tell this how do we do this do all of these projects find what you're interested in learn how to research learn how to find the stuff out it's it's like because i mean yeah they know how to research but they're not finding 
they're not, they don't know how to research in a way that finds good yeah. information. And like that, to be fair, no one is taught that. Yeah. Like you, you're seeing that from people who are 12 years old and people who are 70 years yep. old. Yep. And it's sort of a universal a thing that unless problem. you, I mean, I, I was in a media literacy class and I, that's something that like is important to me when I'm on the internet. Like, obviously I'm not doing it with everything I see because with the amount that we consume, there's no way you can do it with everything yeah. you see on the internet. Like everyone consumes so much every day that like no one has the time for that. Yeah. But like before you share a post on Facebook, yep. make sure that it's legit. Make sure that it's not like that it doesn't have glaring biases. But you can go through even just the process of fact checking that and of seeing so much information and being able to filter out what has in common. Oh, yeah. Like those things. Once it's, you it's know a thing a that little, you have to practice a little mm-hmm. and then it's just a muscle well, that yeah. gets flexed. Because once you know a little about it, it's really easy to see something and be like, okay, chances are that's not a great thing. So like, imagine if kindergartners were taught that. And they should. It exactly. It blows my mind that they are not being taught media literacy all throughout. But why would they be when they're being, when the people who are designing these courses have no idea what this is and they're so yeah, trapped I mean, in how they were brought up. It I, takes a few generations yeah. for it to do this, but it, I mean, we've been thrown I, into I this thing that... I do think that, that we are getting to the point where teachers are recognizing how much more important it is. Um, yeah. I mean, English teachers have always been concerned about like, all right, check your sources, make sure you're using reliable sources. But it's getting to a point now where there's like a shift in like, okay, because it's different. Like... When you're consuming as much as we are, it's a different thing. For sure. Um, And so I think that that shift is starting to happen with, like, the younger teachers that are getting into the classroom. But it's still not as prevalent as it should be, considering Mm -hmm. how prevalent media is in everyday life. And that amount that people are consuming, people need to be taught about its effect on your mental health. Because it is really hard to parse through that. And you're seeing so much more anxiety from our generation on because of living in this. Yeah. And it's like, we need to just talk about that stuff. And I I really do see some hope because of people like you and because there's you, there's got to be others. And I'm sure, and there are a few other people I follow on Twitter that are like in a similar vein of teaching people how to learn. But like, I don't know. I It feels like this pandemic is forcing a lot of these yeah. conversations and a lot of things to be built from the ground up rather than adapted for because we're trying people are trying to adapt what is standard and traditional and it is failing yeah well and yeah it's hard though because you're not i i understand why there is that desire to adapt rather than build because it's faster yeah and we because of this is all being spurred by a pandemic you you don't necessarily feel like you have the time mm-hmm. and you don't really have the time. And so it's become a, all right, let's figure out what we can do now. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, this next school year, this next semester, this next school year is better and more effective for learning than last semester was because last semester it was sort of just like, Spring break happened and then schools decided, no, we're not going back. Yeah. Let's figure out in the next week what we're going to do. Yeah. Those are not solutions that you have to just figure out how to adapt. How have to you been told at all how your float. 
how your semester is going to be run? Um, it's like, I'm pretty sure there hasn't been much clarity over it. Um, I know that UNM is planning like a hybrid based semester. There will be some element of online or there will be mostly online, but there will also be some element of in-person. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what my classes specifically are going to look like. My classes are small enough that it is possible that they will say like, yeah, let's do this in person. And like, I think most people would still be comfortable with it mm-hmm. because our classrooms are large enough that like, You'd be able to spread they out. can, st- I mean, most of my classes have no more than like 15 people in them. Yeah. And so if you're in a classroom that fits 40, like you're probably you fine. Get a little more space. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. So we'll see. I don't know. There hasn't been a whole lot of clarity there, but yeah, yeah. there's our 15 minutes on education. Um, it's not like we're passionate about this or anything. <laughs> not at all. So Tyra's mom can't afford college. Um, Tim is at his girlfriend's house. They fell asleep on the couch watching Back to the Future and he carries Bo to bed. That was kind of a cute scene, but it also made me mad. Yeah. It's like if he was five years older. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Well, and it, it's tough because like Tim obviously is like, you know, at 17, you feel like you're an adult. Like yeah. you want... And maybe and you don't actually feel like you're an adult, but you like want to convince yourself and you want to convince others that you are. And so like, I don't really put any of the blame on him because mm-hmm. obviously like he thinks that, oh, it's not a problem. I'm not a kid. Like I, and yes, he has been through a lot and he probably is more mature than other 17 year old boys, but it's just not his responsibility. Yeah. It's. Um, he kisses her and she pulls away. And says, you're a kid. Which is true. Which is accurate. So at least she knows. Yeah. Then Street is home and Lila is there with him. Lila's like confronting him though. Oh, I love it. Yeah. She... I mean, I just love it because they are so dysfunctional and something's gotta give. Some, yeah, like they, here's the thing. I'm not gonna say that you cannot forgive someone who has cheated on you. Your relationship is yours. If that is a thing that you want to do. I am saying if you're 17, you shouldn't. Okay. So that's, that's the, that's a different thing. Yeah. If you're 17 and your partner If you have history, if you have 10, 15 years of history and it's a one-time thing and then you're a grown up, you can make your decisions. But like when you're 17, don't set up your life like that. Yeah. And like, yeah, if. Even, like, if you're an adult and you were, like, living with the person and it happens, sure. I think it's not it can be worked through. I think make. that, for me, it's not worth it because of the deception. Yeah. And it's like... Well, and it takes so much work to rebuild that is that very trust. intentional to rebuild that. And I think that, like, obviously they didn't do anything. Like, if you're going to forgive someone you can't then just act like it didn't happen which is sort of what they were trying to do and that's not ever gonna be successful it's never gonna work like you have to acknowledge that your relationship was damaged in a way that it probably will never fully recover from and one you have to be okay with it never fully recovering but you also have to like do the work to get it but tim or not tim street said earlier why, when Susie asked why he's still there, well, it's my home. It's what I'm comfortable with. He's he's trying to hold on to that while he's getting all of these little 
slivers of evidence saying that he can be a phoenix, but he's just wanting to hold on. Yeah, well, and I, like, I don't blame him Not necessarily. Like, there's already so much in his life that has changed that, like, But even Dylan. in this episode, it's such a good street episode of yeah. seeing him blossom and start seeing these possibilities. Yeah. And, and experience these different things, even if him kissing Susie was not in a vacuum ethical. Yeah. For him and his growth, he needed to do that to recognize how bad he is with Lila. Yeah. In order to recognize there are other people that will like him, even though yeah. he is perceiving himself as broken. Yeah. And yeah, and that I think that's good for him. I don't, I never condone cheating, but like. With Street, I do though. <laughs> with street i do see that like there are some benefits because to, to me it's not cheating with them because they're not in a real relationship anymore and it's not going to last i want them to end right i want now. them to end they should have ended a yeah. long time ago i i get it i i i get it i agree with you um she asks if he wants to be engaged to her and he says i don't know which means that you do you do know which is and the no. answer is no yeah have you ever flipped a coin and then known what the answer is before the coin lands? Sometimes. Here's the thing. Sometimes I'll try and do that. And then I just like I'm so indecisive that it still doesn't work. For me, the coin is like my favorite decision maker. Because if I am so indecisive between two things, I'm like, cool, either works. We yeah. just need to choose. Yeah. Let's go coin. But then like you do sometimes find out like, oh, I actually do care. Yeah. And I actually want yeah. it to be. So I'm taking, which, I'm, which that's like one of the big reasons that I'm liking tarot is because mm -hmm. it's taking that to a more, to, just to a different level. Yeah. It's like when you're shuffling these cards, you know what you want yeah. at some level. And this just helps you examine it in a slightly different way. Um, Buddy visits Pammy. Oh, Buddy. Oh, Pammy. Oh, boy. Um, she tells him to go away. Sean Blamer. He shows him her Dr. Phil book, <laughs> and she doesn't care. Yeah. She um, closes on the door the door on him. Um, and Lila then Lila comes, comes running down and is like, doesn't he deserve a second chance? And then she's like, bitch, please. He's been unfaithful their whole marriage. She knows about all of it. He's on the other side of the door. It's very thin. Everyone can hear everything. He's yelling that it's not true. And then Lila finally gets it and yells at him to leave. Yeah, it was an emotional scene. Yeah. But, oh, poor Lila. Poor Pam. Fuck you, buddy. Buddy sucks. Naughty of the week, naughty of the year. Naughty of the series. Coach still thinks that Julie will like Austin, and she probably would. And then Tammy is like, dude, I have a feeling I know why she doesn't want to move. It's because she's in love. What? Like, no shit, Sherlock. Julie's ready for the dance. She looks nice. She, she says she'll go for one song. She's still sort of mad about it. Absolutely. Um, it's a cute scene, though. Yeah, it's cute. Tim buys Jason beer. That's <laughs> funny. Street tried to buy it. He's like, you're 17. He's like, you're just doing this because of my legs. And he's like, no, I'm doing this because you're 17. And then Tim comes in and it's like, I'm a sergeant. And then they buy beer. It's so stupid. So dumb. Um, and then when they go out, Smash and Saracen are in the car, and they all go off together. All run off together. It's cute. Um, Coach and Julie. Because Street hasn't hung out with any of them yeah. outside yet. Well, I, right? 
I mean, he beat up Tim. That's true. But that's the last time he saw any of them, I think. Yeah. So. Time heals wounds. Oh, you know. Um, Then we get Smash's stupid line where he says, he's talking to them. They're at the football field and talking about Waverly. And he says that bipolar means she's crazy. And, um... As there's when when I see things like that, part of me thinks that networks have a responsibility to not advance stigmatism, stig, stigmas, stigmas, but astigmatism. Yeah, I if if a network gave me an astigmatism, I'd, I'd be, be so pissed. mad. And it's likely they have, but it's I I wonder between authenticity of character and um, responsibility of the platform sometimes, but I I think that you can balance it though. And sure. I just don't think that it was here. Um, I I wish that there would have been someone stepping up and being like, uh, does that, is that what that means? Because. But as a 17 year old, it also, that, yeah. it's not, we can't look at each of these in a vacuum. And I do think that like, if he comes back and he can grow from it, then that's really yeah awesome and valuable art. And if he doesn't, then, like, we need to show the consequences of that and just see more things. Because yeah. with this, I think that it makes sense and it's fine. I, it just still makes me uneasy whenever yeah. I see things like that. Um, and then Riggins is on the intercom and they're having fun. They're having a Randall time. Um, a Randall time? A Grandall. Granddad Randall? Granddad Randall. Um, Timmy. Uh, um, they're having fun. Matt's... Talking about his worries about being QB1 and about letting the team down. And so Street decides to start coaching him. Which was amazing. Which was very good. You you see Street just immediately shed all of his fears and all of his weirdness. And Matt finally is like, oh, awesome. And gets it. Yeah. Um, he teaches him a really hard play and he does it immediately. He gets some cry- confidence and it's crying corner for me. Um, Did you actually cry? For me in this one, like an, with this one, it's crying corner? no, it's just like the eyes will well up, but nothing will fall. Okay. Um, which I just, whenever I see inspiring teaching, that does it. It's to why me. sports movies are so good. Yeah. It was good though. Um, then Coach and Julie get to the dance, but Coach like sort of corners her in the car. Um, and gives this whole spiel, um, and basically is like, look, your opinion matters with this. I want to hear your opinion. But you're not going to dictate where the family's going to live. You're 15, so you will be respected, and I'm sorry. We're going to hear you out, or, like, you'll be respected, but but also you're not the final say, which... Is fair. Fair. They just need to have those conversations. And it was very good of him to have that conversation with her. Um, There's his haughty nod. Yeah. Oh, he. Also the chili. Also the chili. Spicy chili Spicy girl. Spicy chili girl. Um. Then Tyra's mom and Tyra go to a restaurant. What about those three meals a day? Tyra's pissed. Yeah. She calls her out on being a weirdo. Yeah. And Tyra's like, dude, I want, like, I understand the money's an issue, but I want to break the mold. I want to try and go to college. 
just let me try. Yeah. That was good. And then her mom turns the car around. And where are they going? I don't know. No one knows. knows. And then we go back to the dance and Julie looks like she's having fun. Julie looks like she's having a good time. And then Tyra's mom and Tyra just walk in. (laughs) Yeah. And then we know where they went. Oh, yeah. It was a very um, short amount of suspense. Uh, Mom mom tells Tyra that she loves her and she's going to do her best to do everything she can for her. Crying Corner and Part it's, 2. It's a good moment. Then you see they're, they're playing the music from the dance still. This is one of those techniques that they do with their editing all the time where they'll, at the end of a show, of an episode, they'll play a song from one scene and then keep the song playing as they go into a montage. And so we see Lila walking out of the car dealership. Um, I think she went in to get some keys or something. And then she drives a car into a bunch of other cars and into and the building. And then into the building. And then just, like, walks away. So. That'll uh, be fun. Yeah, that'll then be fun. Then we get the boyos asleep on the field. <laughs> it's sun At, up. like, morning yeah. time. Yeah, they had a good night. Um, empty cans. Full hearts. Texas forever. <laughs> they didn't lose. <laughs> they didn't lose. Um, then you see Tim with his girlfriend again, and he apologizes for the other night. And she grabs his hand. And they kiss. And Bo can never know. Bo's going to find out. You already know our feelings on this. Yeah. Coach is on the phone. They're over at their house. And then he goes in and says he needed time to decide on the TMU offer. Said his family needed time. Yeah. And then then it was good and Julie smiled. Caption Max. It was a good episode. Caption Max. Good app. I like it. Good app. Okay. Good app. So, um, what's the order of these things? Should we start with Hottie of the Week or Twitter time? Um, let's... Let's do Hottie of the Week. Hottie of the Week, yeah. So, nominations. Tyra. Um, Coach. Coach. Um, Tim. Tim. Bo. Tammy. Um, Can we name Bo Hottie of the Week? Is that legal? I don't know. He gets a nomination, but he won't win. Okay. Um, I vote for Tyra. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. I like her. I think Tyra, this is about where I start seeing Tyra as just like one of the hottest creatures alive in her personality and looks. She's apparently eight feet tall. Yeah, I saw some pictures of her next to other people and she's like towering over them. It was great. Um, yeah, no, she, she she's, she's just works so hard and stands up to her mom and is like, no, this is what I want to do. You can really see you're maturing and right now and I love it's it. it's good. Yeah. And I'm a fan. So good. So good. So, so good. good. Congratulations, Tyra. Um, how many in a row is that? Um, it's not in a row. Tammy won last week, I believe. Let's see. So, um, Tammy Taylor Tammy, won Tammy. twice in a row. We've got Tammy, Tammy, smash, smash. Um, Tim. Oh, Tyra hasn't won since 12, but this will be Tyra's third win of the series. Perfect. Good for you, Tyra. Way to go, Tyra. Um, now we've got Twitter time. We've got a big old Twitter time. It's probably not going to last that long, but it might if we want it to. 
Mostly we want you to let us know how you feel. Um, I saw a tweet the other day, yesterday, and let me see, where is it? So someone tweeted with 78,000 likes, who's a white character on a TV show that you love but know would be a Trump supporter in real life? Mine's Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Actually, they didn't spell lights. They put an N there. L-I-G-N-T-S. Ligands. L-I-G-N-T-S? Yeah. Oh, no. They messed everything up. Um, I think that Coach... <sighs> Coach is not going to be a party Democrat. That's not Coach. I think Coach... I think he likely is, like, somewhere in the middle, but leaning right. I think Coach is socially conservative. I think Coach thinks he's above party politics. I think Coach loves his wife. And I think Tammy... Do you think Tammy leans right? Mm. Probably not. I mean, they've got, they've, I think they're both just traditional people, um, which unfortunately has become leaning right in this country, um, where I feel like there's a lot less talk about economic issues in terms of both things. But um, I don't think, I think that they would have had a lot of conversations about who they were voting for, and I think Tammy would have gotten through to him. Um, I don't think that he would vote blue, though. I don't know that I think he would vote for Trump, but I don't know that I think he'd vote blue. Okay, but yeah, maybe he would have voted for Trump because he thinks that it's some way to get new blood in, which I think is why a lot of people voted for Trump. Yeah. Um, cause it's like a very populist thing, but do you think he regrets it? I don't know. That's a question. I think that he, today, in that universe, has gone to some protests. I think he might oh, be closer probably. to Mitt Romney. I, that See, that's sort of what I'm thinking, is, like, maybe he did vote for him in 2016. But Mitt called out Trump like crazy. This is true. I don't know. Send us your thoughts on this. Um, not to get too political, but, like, you have to a little bit in this world. Um, and I don't think it's political yet, what we're talking about. We're just yeah, doing a little thought activity. Um, and then in Twitter time, we, yeah, we have Anna actually said, um, from the same show, probably Tim Riggins. Yeah. Tim voted for Trump. I saw someone say, I don't have the tweet here and it was no one who was like following us. It wasn't a reply to us. I saw someone say that Tim probably didn't vote at all. And I would not be surprised by that. I think Tim had a MAGA hat and didn't make it to the polls. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, Father-daughter dances, cute or weird, Anna asks. Yes. I think they're cute. They're cute. I I don't like the idea of, like, a school hosting one. 
It's a like, church activity. <laughs> yeah, like it's a church activity. I think that schools should not host something that excludes more than half of their population. Yeah. But even growing up, like I really struggled with all of the father son yeah. activities and stuff. It was really hard for me. Yeah. But like it, I think is really nice. It's it, just that you need to accommodate others too. Yeah. Like a school hosting like a father daughter dance, like one. There are also boys at your school. What? And also, like, not all of your female students are going to have fathers. And, like, that's hard. And, like, I just, I don't think it's great for a school to host something like that. I think it's cute, but I think. I think ideally, like, just fathers should do things with their kids Mm. regularly. And wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? It not be like a thing. Yeah. Um. We don't have like mother son things. We don't have like mother daughter things. I think like, I had a few. Really? Yeah. I don't remember ever having like an intentional like mother daughter mother boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe there was, and I just don't remember them. No one knows. But Sarah asks, should Tammy adopt Tyra? Probably. But also, no. Yeah, no. She should just, like, keep being a mentor and a nice Yeah, it is, it's, I think it's great for people to have female role models that are not their mothers. Absolutely. Male role models that are not their fathers, like. And vice versa. They don't, yeah. we don't need to adopt them. Male role models that are not their f- mothers. Yeah. 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 Great. Um. So, way to go. That was our Twitter time. Um, what have you been watching? Um. Or reading or anything? I don't read anymore. You that you had a really good run there for a few weeks. I did. I, like, I started a book last weekend. I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm just not reading a lot. It's fine. I'll, I'll go through another phase where I read a lot. I'm, I started Where the Crawdads Sing. Where yeah, I've heard that's good. I started that and haven't gotten very far into it. I've also started The Hobbit. I love The Hobbit. I haven't gotten very far into that. It's such an easy read. It's Both so good. Both are here right now. Yeah. Um, I also, I really love the movie Palm Springs on Hulu. That's a good movie. Um, yeah, I've watched that a few fun. nights ago. I've watched it like three times. It came out like a, a week, week ago. ago. Yeah. I've watched it like three times already. That was a good movie. That was really well done. Um, I love the the Groundhog Day type movies. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job with it. It's... It's hard to bring new stuff to that yeah. genre at this point, but they did it in like kind of a meta way, um, and it was funny and it was it was good. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I also enjoyed the movie Desperados on Netflix. Um, I haven't heard of that one. Has the guy who plays Winston in New Girl, Lamorne mm. Morris, and the girl who plays his wife in New Girl. Cool. Um, I forget her name. She's funny, though. That's um, fun. She's been in some other stuff, and, like, I think she's pretty funny. And they were, they're in it together, and it's, like, fun comedy, rom-com situation that is sort of irreverent at times. Um, That's too it's, cool. It's fun. I've been listening to the audiobook, The Name of the Wind, and I'm liking that a lot. Per it's Mackenzie's recommendation. Per your recommendation. I'm still going to keep listening to that. I'm really, really liking it. It's it's, um, it's the first fantasy novel that wasn't like Harry Potter that I got really into. Yeah, I see a lot of crossover um, between well, so the books. So when my friend who recommended it to me, first recommended it to me, he described it as like being 
sort of like Harry Potter meets Avatar The Last Airbender meets a couple of other things. Meets just like traditional fantasy settings. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's, it's just good. It's long. It's so long. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty long. I'm like, like 10 hours in right now. a thousand pages. It's really good though. If you read the paper book version. Second book is even longer. Yeah, that's like 43 hours. Um, That'll be a lot of runs. But. Um, I, in terms of television, I've really kind of regressed lately. It's just been Malcolm in the Middle, Hank Hill, and Cutthroat Kitchen. I, I don't know. I'm ready for a new drama, I think. I, I've considered watching Hannah on Amazon Prime. Never heard of it. Um, I've considered... We both watched Upload sometime in the past Upload month. was great. Upload I loved Upload. Upload was good. Um, but That's I think like I've the last TV. I don't yeah. think... Did we talk about yeah, it on here? I oh. think so. Um, uh, that's like the last TV show that I watched. I've mostly just been re-watching things with the exception of those two movies. It's so weird. Like, I go through these phases where I just need novelty, 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 and then I just consume the exact same stuff yeah. I've consumed um, over and over again. Yeah, but there... I think we're approaching a drought because they're releasing oh, so yeah. much stuff and then there's going to be just nothing released. Yeah, I, I imagine that like 2021 is going to be a weird year for media. Yeah. Like we're still sort of at a point where like I'm sure that there's a lot of stuff that was already in the works that just needed like finishing up on editing. But like the hit of having to stop all production in March is going to, like... It's really hard. It's... it. I think it'll hit in, like, 2021, and there will be a media drought. Can't wait. So that'll be fun. Uh, any last words before I rip your heart out of your throat? Stop ripping my heart out. Am I seven years throat. older than you? Uh, I guess I can't even promise that. You're not seven years older Shoot. than me. You're five years older than me? Do I know anyone who I can threaten that? You're 29, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're five years older than me. You can't do that. So close. Maybe in a year. No, we'll still be five years apart. Do you think you're ever going to choose to not age? No. Fine. Okay. May May your hearts be full. Your eyes clear. Don't lose. Don't lose. That's it. That's the podcast.